Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, it is open Ellen season. Uh, at least that's what we're calling it here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers on vacation. He'll be back next week. Holly Roberts is here with me to yeah. three. Uh, hopes at the controls, uh, all present and accounted for. Yes. And, you know, I feel like we could see this coming from a mile away. And it has only gained steam since the beginning of the quarantine. And that is the vitriol that is directed toward Ellen DeGeneres about the kind of climate she has on the set of her daily talk show. And a lot of it is kind of seeping out, spider webbing out into what kind of a person Ellen DeGeneres is. Holly, you and I spotted this on the cover of Page Six today. We did spot this on the cover of Page Six this morning, and it was the lead story. I still think it is the lead story on Page6.com. Now, interestingly enough, the image that we saw that initially went along with this article, they have changed that in the past hour. So when this story was first published, so this is a story. I mean, there's a story there just in and of itself, but go on. Right. So the story is, the story's about an Australian TV presenter talking about the, quote, bizarre demands that Ellen DeGeneres had of him and his crew while she was doing an interview in Australia. The initial photograph that went along with this article was a photoshopped image of Ellen with devil horns Mm. with a backdrop of flames. (laughs) They were trying to say something, obviously. What? What do you think they were trying to say? What? What? I don't know. (laughs) Very subtle. It was super subtle. (laughs) Congratulations to the art department of Page Six for their subtleness. Yeah. So then they ended up changing the photograph. And it's just a picture of Ellen doing stand-up now. Pretty innocuous. It's just Ellen doing her thing. Which, if I'm being honest, doesn't really drive you to click and read like the prior art did. (laughs) However, it still is an interesting read because we've been hearing these stories bubble up about Ellen. I mean, not just bubble up. uh, They started bubbling up on Twitter uh, earlier this spring. And then that gave way to an entire BuzzFeed article about the climate on set at the Ellen DeGeneres show and is now being followed by this um, anecdotal story that is told of a um, former producer on the morning show, Australia's Today Show, and how Ellen DeGeneres demanded to be treated on set. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about what this um, person said her demands were? 
Yeah, so Neil Breen, he's the guy talking about Ellen. So he said on a new interview, he said that Ellen's producers, so no, he didn't say Ellen herself, but he did say Ellen DeGeneres' producers called us aside and said, now, Neil, no one is to talk to Ellen. You don't talk to her. You don't approach her. You don't look at her. And these demands apparently came after Ellen's staff had already watered down her appearance on the Australian version of today, being that they were going to do, she was going to be co-hosting Mm. Australia's version of today and then eventually that whittled down to a sit-down interview in Melbourne which is about 500 miles away from Sydney so they had to take the crew down to Melbourne at their expense in order to film this interview with Ellen so apparently Ellen came into the room and she would sit down she would talk to the person doing the interview and then Ellen would leave and then he said I I sort of said I can't look at her and I found the whole thing bizarre so that is another story about the way that producers handle Ellen DeGeneres and the rest of the world. And we heard that in that BuzzFeed article. We've heard that before where Ellen DeGeneres, the the M.O. is don't look at her. Well, and we've, I mean, we've read blind items about her for years. Yeah, anti-lawyer, the guy who writes the blind items, Mm -hmm. is not a fan of Ellen. So here's, let me just like roll out my hot take real quick on this because... Because I don't want to be misconstrued as like hopping on the Ellen is awful bandwagon. Yeah, the open Ellen season. Yeah, because here's the deal. Like a a person like Ellen who purports to be this like purveyor of kindness and goodwill and humanity, a person like any person cannot be that all the time. We all contain multitudes, right? So everybody has pieces of them that are their best selves and pieces of them that are their darker selves. And I don't fault Ellen for not always presenting that persona in her life. Number one, it's not possible to always be bright, shiny, sunshiny. No. Number two, she has been through some stuff in her life starting with um i believe it was her partner correct or girlfriend that died unexpectedly when she was very young when she was just up and coming and then you know she just look at her career and how effectively she was canceled because she chose to live truly into who she is and come out as lesbian right um her show was literally canceled um and she had a huge uphill battle so my point is she's faced a ton of adversity and there is good reason for her to kind of have a hardened exterior my problem is not with who ellen is as a human to me the place where we begin to have a conversation is when that is leaked out and directed in cruelty to other people yeah Now, I don't see that story in page six about her being cruel. I mean, it's D-baggy. It's rude. It's a little like holier than thou. It's not. It certainly doesn't like paint a lovely picture of her. But there are other stories floating out there about her cultivating a culture of toxicity. Right. The article on page six goes into the idea that it is open Ellen season. Well, There are legitimate articles out there of legitimate criticisms about the culture of the set of the Ellen DeGeneres show. This article in page six, you could categorize it as petty quarter junction. Oh, big time. Big 
time. Mm-hmm. It's just, and they call it bizarre behavior. Well, it's like, well, that's the behavior of a person who is in a very high position of power. And right. so, okay, so that's just one anecdote. But, you know, to your point, Colleen, when those anecdotes start to become part of a problematic system and people are suffering serious consequences as a result of that, then that's when we get to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think that that's part of what we're starting to see trickle out is the stories of people who... Now, here's the other thing. You can ask the question, why did it take this long to share these stories, right? We ask these questions all the time when people start coming out in droves telling stories about mistreatment or abuse on sets. We've, I mean, truly, we are uh, sadly very used to this, these waves of stories. The point to me is, you know, you don't necessarily realize you are in a toxic work environment, when you're in the toxic work environment. Right. And in that BuzzFeed article, Colleen, it said that they would hire people who essentially, paraphrasing, wouldn't know any better. Meaning that they wouldn't understand that this was a toxic work environment because they were selected because they had not been in other work environments. Which is part of exactly part of what makes it toxic. Right. And so it's sort of like a beast that feeds on itself. Right. Because it's a toxic work environment. And the fact that they're inviting people into the toxic work environment who don't understand what a non-toxic work environment is, that in and of itself is toxic. It's very meta. Um, But that's why we're starting to see people like who have come out of that and maybe seen it with fresh eyes saying, yeah, something wasn't right there. Something Mm -hmm. wasn't right there. And. And that's what concerns me. And so when we talk about open Ellen season, I wish that there were some way to separate those two things. I don't know that there is, but inevitably, because we can't have nice things, um, the the world will turn on Ellen. And I don't like I am not saying this coming from the position of a huge Ellen fan. Yeah, um, I've always kind of had a weird feeling about her. Um, I listened to a podcast that she was a guest on with Dax Shepard on his podcast um, a couple years ago now. And Dax Shepard and his wife, Kristen Bell, adore Ellen. And a lot of people, I think, um, adore Ellen. And I usually when Dax Shepard adores somebody, I get that from the interview. And I understood that he loved her. But what I didn't get was the contagious love that he had for her. She felt flat, kind of standoffish, very uncomfortable. And I didn't write it off as, oh, she's a cruel person. But I did write it off as, that's not congruent with the person that you see on the Ellen show. Well, that's really interesting that you felt like Dax Shepard had a genuine... Did you feel like he had a genuine love and respect Listen, for Ellen? as genuine as I ever feel Dax Shepard is. Okay, because it's... One of the things that N.T. Lawyer talks about in his blind items about Ellen, and one of the things that he has illustrated is that if you are the right celebrity and you have the right kind of relationship with Ellen, she will do a lot of things for you that will be favorable for your career. Mm-hmm. So that makes me wonder if this beloved friendship between is Dax... a little quid pro quo. Yeah, and Kristen Bell is a little quid pro quo, only because of the fact that Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell 
are the kind of celebrities where they're talented mm-hmm. and they're involved in projects and they and they work, but they also leverage their celebrity persona mm-hmm. in order to get access to that kind of stuff. And their their personas are based in relatability. So is Ellen's. And so they mutually benefit from that relationship. Yeah. And I think that there are far more of those in Hollywood than we can even... Oh, yeah, totally. Which, you know? is, which is why Ellen, yeah. it's open Ellen season, but Ellen herself is but one example. And I right. think it's because Ellen DeGeneres is a household name that people are using this as an opportunity to have larger conversations. Well, and I think it's a distraction. You know, it is a low stakes distraction oh, from of, what is going on in the world right now. Yeah, because of the world such as yes. <laughs> And so I think it's a low stakes distraction to say like, oh, you guys, did mm-hmm. you hear the scuttle about Ellen DeGeneres? She's not as kind as she's as she purports to be. Yeah. Um, you know, at the end of the day, does it change my life much if Ellen DeGeneres turns out to be, you know, a a, a backstabbing uh, human being? And you can't look at her when she walks down. The right. Hall. I, you know, does that change my life greatly? No. Is it petty? And I am here for the shade. Yes. I'll be over here on Petty Corner under this big shady tree. Let me join you. Right? So at the end of the day, I there is something there, there to the story. But I'm going to be careful. And I would, you know, I would invite you all. I would invite you to come along with me. Yay. I would be careful to not equate Ellen DeGeneres as a person with some of the behaviors. Yeah. However, I do think that there's some real questionable stuff going on there. Yeah, we don't need to Photoshop double horns on Ellen. Yeah, Thank you, I page mean, six, but I'm actually kind of glad but, they took that down. That was yeah. a little aggressive. Yeah. But it did, it did cause us to click. Uh, <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to be clicking on this dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese is bringing us all the dirt straight from Hollywood after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Oh, the beautiful Elizabeth Reese is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Good afternoon, guys. How are you? So far, so good. I am so glad. Um, I want to talk to you about Kim Kardashian and Kanye West because uh, the story today is that they are already living separate lives. I think we all kind of knew this. I mean, it's so obvious. It is. so obvious. Kim Kardashian appeared to be weeping in photos of these two having an intense conversation. She flew back to L.A. after just one night in Wyoming with her husband. Now, sources are denying any divorce plans, but Page Six has um, is reporting that they've been living separately for some time, that Kanye lives full-time at his Wyoming ranch, which is best for his creativity, while Kardashian is based in L.A. with their four kids and her family. Which, I, listen, I'm, I don't want to pull a judgment card, but I think I'm going to a little bit. <laughs> oh. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen hannah mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I mean, go, well, go yeah, for it. Yeah. Kids, here's the, here's the new slush. And I listen, I'm all about like, you got to fill your own cup before you fill anybody else's, right? Mm-hmm. We know, we know this. That being said, when you have four kids, your creativity does not come before your role as a parent. Can right. I get an I'm with you? Yeah. Here? Oh, I'm with you. I mean, really? No, I'm fully with you. I, I but I, what I what I do want to say is that we started to hear follow even these rumors. They were pretty evident when the quarantine began. Right. And we knew from pictures from watching them on Instagram that they were separate, that they were not quarantining together. At one point, the kids were sent to be with him for a period of time. Um, we do know that. But so this is not surprising news in the least. Yeah, this and, isn't good dad no. behavior. And you are absolutely right. It it just it it's just the way that it goes, guys. Mm-hmm. When you have four children, and particularly when they're really little kids. It's not just like, oh, I'm up because I, I'm just out because I need to be creative. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you figure yeah. out, like, take up watercolor painting yeah, as a or, hobby in the yeah. backyard for 30 minutes I mean, a day. part of what, I mean, parenting is an exercise in surrendering. Yes. Yeah. And you surrender a lot of things. And one of the things you surrender is your life prior to it's children. 100%. <laughs> and it's not that you can't still be creative, but you are not going to be able to be creative in the same way you were. No. And that is a blessing. Yes. But you don't just get to leave and no. go to your ranch to go go like have some me time when it's all the time right no. right it's that's not a thing me. just get a man cave yes yes do what the rest of us do right. the rest find of us. a bathroom that's just yours no <laughs> and then cry in the closet sometimes about the person you once were oh you know what's so funny elizabeth that is actually <laughs> i'm actually delivering a sermon on sunday Are you i am and that's part of my sermon oh is my how gosh. parents like to cry in bathrooms so i it all makes sense, okay, guys. It's, know, that's not the whole. Bathroom, like not the whole bathroom one. now is great for crying. There in you go. It's like kind of tucked away. Yeah, you gotta have a good crying bathroom. Or are you cry in your car, right? Yep. Like any self-respecting, right? Parent. But here's what I will tell you: those children, those children will find you. They know where you're, where you are. They know where you're crying. I know. They do. They <laughs> absolutely do. Um, Kim Kardashian was trying to find some sort of resolution on that trip, but it doesn't look like it happened is what us. Or at least that's what they want us to think. Yeah, that's what they want us to think. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, guys, uh, you know, I don't know what's going on with our girl, Becca Kufrin, our former yes. bachelorette, who, of course, is from Prior Lake, and she's just one of our favorites. We adore her. Um, but she and her fiance, Garrett, have not posted photos together on Instagram for months. Now, Uh-oh. I have seen a couple of comments back and forth. But this uh, stemmed from uh, Garrett posting uh, support for police officers amid the resurgence of the Black Lives Matter movement. He posted Blue Lives Matter. Um, And this was not taken well by a lot of people, uh, including Becca's good friend, Rachel Lindsay, who was also a bachelorette, who is a black woman, who has been very outspoken about her dislike for Garrett now. Mm. Um, And so she just did another interview uh, calling Garrett a piece of bleep. Woo! Okay. Um, okay, so that's very interesting. And you'll remember during Becca's season, there were some concerns because he had liked insensitive photos yes. on Instagram that so, mocked the I transgender was, yeah. community, immigrants, 
And then students who survived the Parkland shooting. Yeah, I was just going to say that, that I remember that this was already something that existed in their relationship. Some something about like opposing views or differing views. Yeah. And I do remember when he did that. And that was big news. I mean, we talked about that when Bachelor and Bachelorette News can break through on the Colleen and Bradley show. (laughs) You know, it's risen. So um, but that we talked about that. And I remember his post after that, being very heartfelt and talking about an, a, a, a desire to learn different. Right. And um, I can imagine that, you know, strike one was that. And this might be strike two. And he she might not be waiting for strike three. Yeah. Becca said at the time that this was not um, that she wasn't sure where their relationship stood. And then they haven't been posting anything mm. together. So I don't know. And then Rachel continued Very on today. Very interesting. I don't know what's going to happen with these guys. Um, Hey, Dave Chappelle and David Letterman spotted together. Ooh. Shooting something together. So they're in Dave Chappelle's hometown, Yellow Springs, Ohio. And they were sitting on a bench outside a place called Dark Star Books and Comics. You know, is he, is David Letterman still doing that? My next guest yes. needs to know. So do we think that that's what this is all about? That's what we're thinking. I am happy about this. You guys, uh, Dave Chappelle, we were actually watching old episodes of the Chappelle show this weekend. My husband and I were, Uh, he is a brilliant, he's a comedian and he is a brilliant comedian. And he's a brilliant social commentator. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, he really is fascinating. His, uh, it, that Netflix special that he was paid so much for, remember that like obscene amount of money he got to do that Netflix special. Yep. We watched that, and um, and I wasn't too familiar with Dave Chappelle's yep. comedy. And when then when he kind of, I mean, the funny, it was very funny, funny, funny. And then as he sort of like took the funny yep. and twisted it into mm-hmm. the commentary about our society, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, now we're doing yep. something here. Yep. So he ta- that he's almost an artist in that way yes. because he will he uses comedy to open the door and then tips everything on its side in a way that makes you look at it differently. Yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah. I find him to be absolutely fascinating. So yeah. people are excited about this idea that whatever Dave Chappelle and Dave Letterman are doing, and the speculation is that it is an episode of David Letterman's show, My Next Guest. Oh, that's no, awesome. Oh, I will that. say, I don't always, I'm not always, I don't always find what he's doing palatable, yeah. but I am fascinated by it. Agreed. Totally agree. Thank you, Elizabeth Thanks, Reese. friends. Love hearing your voices. Love to hear yours. All right. We need somebody to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. 651 107, 130 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you till three. Hey. Hope is at the controls. Hello. And it's time to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. 30-second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today? We've got Kate on the phone. And what is Kate playing for? She's playing for a beautiful one-of-a-kind MyTalk 1071 t-shirt. Ta-da! Ta-da! All right, Kate, you know how this works. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? I am. All right, here we go. Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey starred in what reality TV show? Newlyweds. What dolls were created by Xavier Roberts? 
Cabbage Patch Kids. Goodbye Yellow Brick Road is an album by what artist? Elton John. George Clooney famously has a home on what Italian lake? Oh, we I have, don't know. I we, don't know. we have one here in St. Paul. Uh, Como? Rami Malek won an Oscar for playing which music star? Oh, uh, Freddie Mercury. Yeah! Oh, yeah, 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 yeah! Hey, you won! Congratulations! You won the 30-second pop culture challenge. All right. uh, we're going to make sure you get that shirt mailed to you. Uh, so thank you for playing. So hold the line, Great, Kate. Hold the line, Kate. Stay on there. Hope is going to get all of your information so that you can get that My Talk 1071 t-shirt. Yay. So hang on. Yay. All right. Yay. And now we uh, now that we have all those questions answered because Kate was so great at the 30-second pop culture challenge, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items. Donna Valentine is here to help me solve them. Holly Hello. Roberts has picked them out. Woo. We call the segment Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Coming in hot with some celebrity gossip mysteries. Here's our first mystery. This A minus slash B plus list singing actress has taken a lot of flack multiple times in the past few months, but it hasn't stopped her from meeting up with a paparazzo each day at exactly the same time and Ooh. place. Hmm. A minus slash B plus list singing actress. Yes. Singing actress. Actress. So the first person who comes to mind is the obvious, right? So obvious. So obvious. J-Lo? Oh, uh, no. So she would be called an A-list everything in her mind. Okay, got it. Um, That's, you know, that's part of like the advanced level bl- sure. pop culture blind items. Got it. Um, but yeah, so, but I hear you because that crossed my mind. But A minus B plus list singing actress. Yes. Okay, I, so, mm. I, you know who I want to say? Catherine McPhee. Oh, good one. But wrong one. So but wrong. I started thinking, see, I'm, I'm paying close attention to the, the grade. Uh-huh. The A minus B plus list. Yes. Cause I was thinking Jessica Simpson mm. for a second. Cause she's been making the news. Oh, that's a good. That was a good. That, one, that was good. No, this person has made the news the past couple of months in in very unflattering ways. Mm. Let me give you a hint. Hey, it has to do with wigs. Shh, mm. it's a wig. Okay, so let's just think like a Gaga. She's an A. No. Okay. Uh, Damn it. Okay, so this it has per- to do with wigs. I don't yeah, know the wig do, story. Ha- yes, you do. Dolly Parton. Oh, oh, How Leah Michelle. Leah Michelle. Oh. Leah Michelle. What? Oh. What happened to me? I thought you were picking on Dolly. No, like, never. We would you? never. Okay. She <laughs> is. She is a national treasure. Yes, <laughs> Dolly's fine. Leah Michelle. Yes. Mm. All right, so oh, that's a good clue. <laughs> Let me that's oh, that was good. All right, so Leah Michelle has taken a lot of flack multiple times in the past few months. Pooping. You think mm-hmm. wig Jeez. pooping? Mm-hmm. But it hasn't stopped Leah Michelle from meeting up with a paparazzo each day at exactly the same time and place. So, so what are we to gain from that? That yeah. she's like. She's so got thir- some side sauce. No, she's just thirsty, oh, okay. and, and she doesn't care. It, it, the story's okay, so <sighs> she's. You know, we, we all know that Leah Michelle threatened to poop in somebody's wig. Mm-hmm. That is the truth. That is the truth. But that bad press is not deterring Leah Michelle from getting back out there and exposing herself for the paparazzi and having those pictures 
published in the Daily Mail like mm. they have been the past few days. Any press is good press. Mm. Mm. What's next? Blinded by the item. Here's our next celebrity gossip mystery. As NT Lawyer told you, the A-plus list mostly movie actor who is an Oscar winner slash nominee was hooking up with this A-list movie ex. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Apparently mm-hmm. now it's happening several times <gasps> each week. No. This would be a big mistake. <gasps> okay. Do you know? I do know, but I'm going to let you work this one out. And the first thing that comes to mind for an A-plus movie actor Oscar oh nominee, I think this person is an Oscar winner. Just for, go with it. Just uh, go Brad with it. Pitt. And Jennifer Aniston. Oh. Nope, wrong girl. Oh, and Angelina? Yes. Whoa. Right? Wow. Welcome to Team Cobra. <laughs> so <laughs> let me fill in the blank for you on this blind item. As NT Lawyer told you, Brad Pitt was hooking up with Angelina Jolie. And apparently it's now happening several times each week. This hooking up business, according to NT Lawyer, is a big mistake. Um, hi. Hi. I could have told you that. Bueller. Hi. Anybody there? Hello. McFly. McFly. (laughs) Is this thing really? Yeah. Well, there have been, there is a, there's some pictures in the Daily Mail yesterday of Brad Pitt going on a motorcycle with the headline that he was going to visit Angelina Jolie and the kids on that Mm -hmm. motorcycle ride. Well, he can't really avoid her, right? But yeah, but you can, here's the thing. I, I you can avoid you can avoid people. you can avoid getting together in that yeah. way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I I can walk by people all day without having sex with them. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, I'm they, just saying. I'm very talented that way. Yeah. Okay. Next. That's impressive. <laughs> we all have our gifts. Yep. It's true. Yep. It's true. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Donna to solve. This A-list couple with the open marriage is facing some questions Mm. from investigators about some things that happened inside and outside the walls of their learning institution. Um, I'm not you. I go. You know it, right? Oh, yes. Okay. A-list couple, open marriage, learning institution. Mm-hmm. Who has a learning institution mm-hmm. is what I'm wondering. They don't anymore. So don't focus on that. Focus on the open marriage. Okay. Who have we heard about mm-hmm. recently? See, I'm going mm-hmm. as a real housewife. No. Stay away from them. Because they're A-list. They are nope. A-list. I happen to know you actually talked about this. Okay. I do know the answer. You absolutely and it's, do. Uh, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. <laughs> How does she do it? Yes. And so I don't know if you know this, Donna, but they used to have a learning institution that used curriculum that they commissioned from Scientology. They tried to distance themselves from Scientology by saying it was not a Scientology school. But all the all of the signs pointed to Scientology. Wow! And um, what we know about Scientology? No, this is what I think is interesting: is the choice to not connect to Scientology probably left them exposed a little bit, because oftentimes if you're in Scientology and acting in nefarious ways, you're protected by Scientology because they've got all kinds of different connections and ways Ugh. to make things go away. It just mm-hmm. sounds so complicated. So like, this, oh, it does, I mean, exhausting, right? Like, yes. my life is so boring. Right? Yes, I mean, can't we this. just go to church, come home? And, like, eat 
a the, pint of ice cream like a normal person. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Maybe go watch a baseball game. I don't know. I Well, you know. Wow. If well, you're into that. If you're into that. So this school was called the New Village Leadership Academy. And it was in, of all places, mm. Calabasas, California, uh, where the Kardashians live. Uh, and that's where Will and Jade, I think, have a house, too. Uh, so it was opened in 2008, and it closed in 2013, and they used, quote-unquote, study. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Technology, which is Scientology education methodologies. Now, they say that they used other techniques to teach the kids but it's just weird. Now, I did get a call a couple of weeks ago, uh, and I thought that it was a really... It had nothing to do with the school. Okay. But it had to do with Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith and the whole premise of the Red Table Talks in as much as this is their way of controlling salacious information about themselves uh-huh. to avoid any kind of blackmail oh, that the Church sure. of Scientology could do because if we know anything about Scientology is that they go after you and your information and they try to blackmail you. Yeah, because because in their auditing sessions, which is essentially I'm gonna i I'm gonna equate it to something in Catholicism, it is not the same thing. So please hear me say that before I say this. Yeah. It is not the same thing because it is not used in the same way. It is a similar experience to the act of confession. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Scientology, they put you in a room and you hold on to an e-meter and you talk about these deep, dark secrets in your life and you do it over and over again in such a way that the, the technology is supposed to work to help you release them. However, what they end up having then is a recording of you confessing all of your right. deep and dark secrets. and they use it against you. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Which again is not what happens in the Catholic Church. Please hear me. I don't don't at me about that. But I was. But what I'm trying to do is just draw that correlation. But the yep. fact that Will and Jada had the new Village Leadership Academy is just weird, and that they have never really spoken about oh, it never. in a way that indicates any kind of actual truth. They always mm. skirt around it. So yeah. it seems, according to this blind item, that people are starting to dig into it more. Yes. Ooh, yes I'm, I'm here for this. Um, hey, Donna. Hey. You are so great at blind items. Do you uh, want to come back again tomorrow? I will. Thanks. <laughs> we, haven't told you this. we haven't told you this yet, but we might use you a couple days next week, too. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. We'll be back after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show a little. Here's what we're watching live. The thesis is the kids aren't all right. We'll tell you about it after this on My Talk 1071. Where are my cat people at? What's that? Working from home? Driving your kitties crazy because you never leave the house anymore? That sounds like a perfect 
perfect recipe for some hilarious cat videos. Send them our way for this year's Cat Video Festival. Not only could your goofy cat be in our cat video reel, but you could win $1,000 just for entering. My Talk 1071 and the St. Paul Saints present the fifth annual Cat Video Festival Virtual Quarantine Edition, Thursday, August 20th, online so you and your feline friends can watch together. Upload your funny cat videos at mytalk1071.com, keyword cat. Do it! You know your cat's crazy. It might as well make you a thousand bucks. The Cat Video Festival Virtual Quarantine Edition is sponsored by David from First Equity Mortgage. Get those videos in at mytalk1071.com, keyword cat. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you until 3 o'clock today. Hope is at the controls. And um, we have some TV to talk about. Actually, Holly has some things that we should be streaming that we can be talking about. Uh, And the thesis is the kids aren't all right. Here's what we're watching live. You guys watch that television show together, don't you? you? Team Cobra presents Here's Here's What We're Watching Live. Woo, What are we we watching? Uh, Well, we're watching two documentaries that definitely say that the kids aren't all right. And you're, you'll be able to find both of these documentaries on HBO. One is called Showbiz Kids, and one is called The Weight of Gold. So let's talk about Showbiz Kids. So Showbiz Kids is has been on HBO for about a month. And this is a documentary directed by Alex Winter. You might know Alex Winter best as playing Bill in Bill and Ted's Excellent yes. Adventure. He was in The Lost Boys, a former child star. So he made this documentary because he wanted to tell the story of former child actors and also follow the story of two child actors to be two kids who are trying to make it in Hollywood. And so some of the people that Alex Winter talks to now, Alex Winter doesn't appear in the documentary at all. He lets, Oh, that's interesting. So he's letting all these people tell their stories. But some of the people that are interviewed are Henry Thomas, who starred as Elliot in E.T. We have Mara Wilson. She was the mm-hmm. cute little girl in Mrs. Doubtfire. Todd Bridges from Different oh, yeah. Strokes. So he's talking about that. They also talked to Cameron Boyce, who passed away oh, last yeah. year, who was in uh, star of Disney's Jesse and Descendants. Mila Jovovich, Evan Rachel Wood, Jada Pinkett Smith is in this too, and Will Wheaton, and they talk to more people. So they talk about their mm, life cycle in Hollywood as child actors. Okay, so I this I already just understanding the premise of this am getting the hives. Yeah, because we talk we have talked so much about what happens to child actors. When they're no longer cute, right? When they no longer are making money um, for the network, what happens when they get into an awkward phase? What happens when they're just not on top any longer? We ruin ch- child actors. And this documentary, Showbiz Kids, goes into exactly what you were talking about, Colleen. The system of Hollywood that hires these cute child actors and casts them as Elliot and E.T. And, oh, goodness, Mara mm. Wilson, wasn't she so cute in Mrs. Fi- uh, Mrs. Doubtfire? Let's put her in Miracle on 34th Street. She stars in Matilda. But she talks specifically how when she started to go through puberty, she was no longer cute and precocious. Mm-hmm. And so then the calls stopped coming. Yep. 
And then she didn't know what to do. And one of the things that pretty much everyone talks about in this documentary is the fact that they lived in this bubble of filmmaking. Yeah. And that once they left that bubble, they didn't know what to do. Now, some people fared better than others, mm-hmm. but it's a it it's system wide. It's very problematic. But I will say that you know, this doesn't really go into maybe some of the more dark places about child stardom that other documentaries or articles have gotten into. But it definitely gives you insight into the workaday world of a child actor and perhaps how it's not set up to ultimately benefit the child as a human being. Where can I watch this? You can watch it on HBO. Okay. Yep. Okay. So I'm probably going to watch it and I'm probably going to need a couple because I just find it to be really troubling. Um, and I find it really troubling to see some of the young and up and coming actors and kind of know what their potential fate must be. The success no. rate of child adult, child actors transitioning to adult actors is not high. It's not high. And you're watching the two young kids who are trying to make it in Hollywood now. They follow one boy and one girl. And you feel for these kids where you're like, ooh, I don't know what's going to happen to you. There's what the boy is in Hollywood. His parents live in Florida, but they've moved to Hollywood for pilot season. Mm, That's where, mm -hmm. you know, shows are casting. And you see the sacrifices that this family is making. And then you kind of see, well, is the kid actually really into this or is this more something that the parents are pursuing yeah. for themselves? Ugh. So you see that dynamic. You kind of see the seeds being planted of perhaps some troubling futures for this kid. Now, we don't know really what happened to them, but it lays bare how being a child star is fraught. Yeah. And it, it's hard. It's not hard. I didn't find showbiz kids to be hard to watch, but it was very informative. Um, okay, so tell me about, because I want to make sure we have a little time, we don't have a whole lot, to talk about The Weight of Gold. Yeah, so this is a documentary just debuted yesterday on HBO. So this is executive produced by Olympian Michael Phelps. And The Weight of Gold goes along with Showbiz Kids, where it shows people trying to deal with the system that uses them, I would argue, abuses them and spits them out. And what are the consequences of that? The system in the weight of gold isn't Hollywood, but it's the Olympics. Mm. And a lot of people are going on the record in this documentary. Michael Phelps, the executive produced this. We're also talked to uh, Apollo Anton Ono. We're talking to Bodie Miller. We're talking to Peter Carlisle. Uh, there are uh, Sasha Cohen, excuse me, Gracie Gold, Lolo Jones, lots of really high profile Olympians going on the record and talking about how hard it is to be an Olympic athlete and that you live your entire life from the time that you're so young to have an Olympic dream and what you sacrifice in order to do that. And then when you get to the Olympics and after it's over, it's like falling off a cliff. Oh, I, I can't even imagine. And that when you've trained your whole life to not only best everybody else, but then best yourself. Right. Every single time you compete. And it's it's important to remember that these a lot of the athletes we watch in the Olympics are children. Yeah. They're kids, they're young people. So even if they compete as young adults, they've been living their entire lives in a system that is designed to get them into the Olympics. And this documentary, The Weight of Gold, argue, I would again, I would argue that there's a mental health crisis in the Olympic mm. organization. And I was compelled to watch The Weight of Gold uh, because I read this article in the New York Times talking about Olympic bobsledders. And that proportionately, 
percentage wise, the amount of bobsled athletes that take their own lives mm. is very high and it's very troubling. I actually got really emotional watching the weight of gold because you could see these people who reached the pinnacle of athleticism and the way that they've been let down oh. by the Olympic organization. And, and, and you've seen it play out in so many ways. And honestly, I think of Caitlyn Jenner t- telling the story of what it was like for her when she was Bruce Jenner to no longer be competing. Yeah. And how do you define yourself when you've been running away from the person you are in service of winning this yeah. medal? Yeah. I that So where can I stream that? You can also stream that on HBO. Wonderful. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, have you ever received a rude gift from your significant other? 651-641-1071. Rude. Kristen here, reminding you not to do things. What I mean is, with same-day delivery for everything from gifts to groceries, you only have to do the things you want to do. To not do the other things, visit Shipt.com. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.